What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Moral Dilemma. I'm Logan. My name is Eric. I'm Doug. And I'm Adam. And, and we don't do that again. It's awkward, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, hey, this is our actual Christmas special. This is, this, this the official. Is our, ho, ho, ho. So well, you might, the, the you may not get that. You may not get that. So, but that's okay. You yeah. may not understand. Yeah, last podcast we may have hit some Christmas stuff, but I think this one's really the the Christmas spirit. Which this, you may or may not have saw that podcast. We don't know when we're going to air that. That one. one so. That one was the best, but this one's just average. So just prepare yourself. We're doing that for Ryan's. Sake. <laughs> <laughs> what a great way to start a podcast. We have a real average we podcast. We so confused you. everybody listening and watching. <laughs> no, to clarify, we're doing another Christmas uh, I think Christmas we should topics. run the episode just backwards the whole time <laughs> and leave it to everybody's interpretation what the show is about. Man, what if somebody finds like, you know, the hidden things when you do things backwards or something like that, or you play something, an album backwards of, I don't know, what if they find something uh, weird like that? Nudge, nudge, audience, I think. You need to listen to all 27 or episodes backwards. What if they listen to the <laughs> Halloween special backwards? Because we talked about demons. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Would that be Either good or bad? Sublime message? I wouldn't be surprised. Subliminal. <laughs> sublime. Subliminal. Sublime. That was a good band back Welcome in the Welcome to yeah. sublime messaging. No, never <laughs> underestimate Doug Sandy. He's he's up to something on this podcast. We're yeah. just trying to figure it out. <laughs> he, he decided he's a regional expert. Yeah, on pretty much anything we want to ask. Yeah, I was talking to Eric. He's kind of like the guy in Pawn Stars, the the, the TV show. Yeah. When you call him the expert, he just kind of walks in immediately. That's kind of yeah. like Doug. So. He's always waiting him, in the wings. We have him on retainer, so he's just yeah. always yeah. ready to right. go. Yeah, yeah. We actually hired him for the podcast to be on call twenty four seven. So wait, he, he's getting. Oh, what about the rest of us getting paid? <laughs> oh, you didn't, you didn't talk to him. About that. No, okay, sorry, buddy. I, I didn't. Leave. <laughs> Who does the heavy lifting around here? <laughs> well, evidently it's you. <laughs> but yes, we have a great podcast for you guys today. Uh, we got some really interesting topics. And um, again, to the viewers who listen to this and listeners for last time, you may have already heard some of this this topic, really. or you but will hear gonna, it. We're going to hear yeah. it. You will hear it. But we're going to kind of hit we, it again. We, but we're going to kind of put a little twist on it. So yeah, worst Christmas gift you ever got. We did best. But now, what's the worst? Yeah. I can I can go first. You go first. If you want me to. Okay. Go for it, Eric. So me and my sister, I was like 18. My sister was like, uh, she's four years younger than me. So she was, 14? I must have been 20. <laughs> oh, okay. And she was 16. And for Christmas, and I'm not trying to be mean to my mom, okay? But she gives us this we gift. We love you, and Carol. I'm, I'm, I'm opening we'll up judgment. the gift, and it's like, it's a cell phone, okay? It's a flip phone. And I'm like, okay. I didn't really want a phone because I didn't really want to pay for it. But it was nice that she got it for me. Then I find out that we she just signed us to a two year contract and we're the ones fitting the bill. <laughs> Merry Christmas! I got you a phone, but you have to pay for it. Oh no! Merry Christmas! I put you in debt. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly I what. I'm debt. So I, I knew her attention, her heart was right. She was thinking, hey, I got you this new thing, but anybody can go out and just sign a contract. <laughs> You know what's funny? The usually, phone is free for a reason. I was going to say, usually if you probably had to make those payments, you probably got the phone for free. Yeah. And you yeah. just pay the payments. Yeah, exactly. So you said I mean, you were like 20? Yeah, I was that like was 20 years. That was your first phone? Yeah, so. yeah, it was my first. Wow. Well, you got to remember that phones, you know. Were well, 100 kinda, years ago, okay. that was probably. Here, here's, yeah, phone might be free. She probably did pay the startup fee. So the $20 mm. startup fee. No, it was fee. a one-cent startup fee. <laughs> 
Okay. I, I so found out later. I it was like one cent. Right? Like well, one adjusting thing. for inflation, one cent back then was a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, because before we had cell phones, we had to use the telegraph. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were still using Morris code. I thought you were still using pigeons back then. <laughs> well, you know, when we had to. When, that the, actually pi- is, when the power was up. <laughs> that's a really cool I had to learn nautical flag signaling. What are you talking about? Did you really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, wow, let's talk about that. What the, wow. the smoke signals. That's so what, pretty bad. That honestly is pretty bad. Nothing's worse than just yours? having to pay for your own. Yeah, I, I agree. Mine's kind of like, mine's kind of a series of events that happen. So, <laughs> series of events? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good Christmas. Good Christmas input there. But so I always have this get together with my family and we always, you know, do the old Christmas exchange, you know, aunts, uncles, grandparents. Um, but I have this one aunt that i never ever see and i won't i'm not gonna name drop but most people you probably already is it the one i'm thinking you you already know that so i got this one aunt and i never ever ever see her and so we get together for this christmas thing and when i say never ever see her i probably haven't seen her in like i mean i'm only 21 and i probably hadn't seen her in like first time i met her she gave me a hug oh i haven't seen I haven't seen her in like 11 years. Okay? That means something more if you know the so, inside. <laughs> so we're sitting there at this Christmas thing and Jenny comes. Oh man, name you, na- you just named her. <laughs> you're, Jenny. you're just as bad as Ryan. I am. It doesn't matter. We've already talked about this. We talked with her and she, of course she, I called she my felt mom really about bad about it. But this was super <laughs> awkward because we all got together. I'm maybe like 13 or 14 at the time. Like, you know... I, w- I was older, but Jenny saw us and she was just like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how like old you guys were. She was just like, you know, the stereotypical, like, you guys look so big, like you're so old now. And then like, we started like passing out presents and stuff and like everyone was going to buy one opening things. And like, Jenny was just like over there in the corner. She was just like, oh my gosh. She's like, what have I done? And so we open up, me, Ryan and Jordan are in order. So Jordan opens his up first and it's just kind of like this like, toy thing it was okay for jordan's age but then it got to ryan and i and i open up i kid you not like this like monster truck for like this like mid six-year-old <laughs> like oh. i opened up something that was way way below like what i should be like for my age. and like she completely just had no idea like how old we were apparently she just completely lost contact with us she was so confused so but how we, old were you like like 14. <laughs> so I, okay, here's where it gets really awkward is that I had no idea in my mind whether I should laugh about it or like be like, was it, was it was a like, joke or cool. was it? I was like, cool. But like, I could tell Jenny was kind of like upset about it. And I was just like, I was like, this is really cool. And then like, it was Ryan's turn. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. Ryan opens up like the same thing. And like, like, we were both. At least you could play together. (laughs) Exactly. But it was just like this, like monster truck, like it's kind of big that you like pull back and then let go and it flies. And like, I'm 14 years old. You still have it, don't you? No. No I remember the day when I left, we left it at my cousin's house because they were younger and they just had them. But we were just like, mom made us go and say thank you. And like, it was just, it was the worst present because, like, I understand she That's got probably just rubbing in on her, though. Your mom making you go say thank you. Well, I know, but like, I it was just the, the position she put everyone in, right? Where yeah. Everyone knew that she completely forgot how old we were, and everyone was just kind of like watching. And I'm like, thanks. And I'm just like, it was so embarrassing. 
Yeah. But it was just like, that you, was the worst. Also that you you knew that she was embarrassed. Yeah. I yeah. knew she was embarrassed. You were embarrassed. I wish we could have just, <laughs> as a group, acknowledged that she messed up and just laughed about it. Right. Yeah. Everyone just kind of pretend like it was like. <laughs> well, you, you oh, get in that cool. point. You get in that point. Yeah. Uh, in that moment where you go to the crossroads, which way do we go? Mm-hmm. So you make that decision and whatever one, you got to stick with it. So you just stuck that route. See, I'm surprised <laughs> you handled that way. Because to me, I would have just started using it. <laughs> we know what to get air for Christmas. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. I would have had a blast with You would have been genuinely happy with that present. I could get you that. It's could, better than getting a cell and you hit the paper. You didn't have to pay for that trip. Right now, you would, you would enjoy it. You'd be like, sweet. Yeah. But that was the worst present. Chuck out of my office. That was the worst present because it, it psychologically like damaged well, me. Well, as a teenager, too, that that's the worst time, right? Yeah. Like, I could pretend to be a kid now because I'm old and don't care. Put, put, yeah, put, Xavier, yeah. put Xavier in that position. I'm not trying to be cool. Yeah, exactly. He would have just a been A teenager's like, trying to be cool. Yeah, that age. I was trying to be cool, too. And I was just like, thanks. Like, yeah, I was something like, that you don't really want at all. And I waited for so long for her to come up and be like, okay, here's your actual present. <laughs> You know, every mom Were you standing here all day. Every mom has that one moment where they're just like, "Oh, that's all the presents. Sorry, guys." Like she's just like, "That was a lot of fun." And then everyone's just sitting there. Is like, of course, like the main thing everyone kind of asks for, and you're just kind of like waiting. You're like, <laughs> you know, that that does stir up a memory in mine. I I can't remember if I got it for Christmas or not, but something similar happened to me. But mine had a reason. It was from like a an a great aunt, somebody who like old like was yeah. losing her mind but she knitted blankets and quilts and stuff like that <laughs> oh, no. and i was i was i probably was older than 14 yeah and i got i don't think i maybe it was a christmas time i don't know but she, she wasn't she was in the nursing home or she something did you a pajama no it, it was a blanket <laughs> but it pajamas. was it was like a, a three foot by four foot one with like little kid baseball figures on you know. but it was i mean it wasn't even big enough to cover my lower half <laughs> She just forgot, you know, she remembers me being 10 or something, you know. Did your mom and dad make you use it? Like, you were no, laying in bed, no. and like, half of you was covered? Well, my my aunt's the one who brought it, and, and kind of get, it wasn't even wrapped, I don't think. <laughs> but she handed it to me, and they already knew, like, this is one she made, but, of course, they knew yeah. that she got my, not thinking clearly and got <laughs> my age wrong, but yeah. that reminds me of that. I got something similar, but mine was, mine was understandable. That's yeah. <laughs> So what was your actual worst one? Mine, I've been thinking of this. I don't know that I actually got like a, a, a terrible present, but one that was kind of like a, a gag Joy present. Joy me this picture of her Christmas one year, and that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I did, and, and Eric earlier reminded me of this. It was a gag gift, but it was, oh, everyone had fun with it. But, uh, but you. <laughs> right. It, I got a Batman onesie. As an adult, I got a serious? Batman onesie. Oh, so everybody made it. Yeah. <laughs> My cousin, you know, had got this black pajama, and then she oh. she put on she put effort into it. It was all a gag. It was yeah. it was a joke. Yeah, but At it, least it acknowledged it. Was it a had joke. she put the bat logo on it. I think it had a cape. The thing hook flipped up and had ears on it. It was a Batman. And they, it was a Christmas story thing. They they made mm. me go put it on. Well, I no. say they made me, but it was more like yeah. I was a baby cousin of the family, so I'm just used to doing what expected. I'm told. So yeah, so but I did put it on. They and it was they probably one of those things where you know, okay, I get it, yeah, ha ha, yeah. and then but it, they keep it going. Yeah, right? they don't yeah. stop. They don't kind of pick up the hints. Uh-huh. Okay, this is kind of getting a little uncomfortable here. Yeah, I think I played it off. I I think I was okay with it. It was just like yes. you I'm, know, just come on. I can't remember. 
I think it was. I wasn't a, an adult, adult, but I was way too old for that. <laughs> I mean, I drove myself to my to the Christmas party. I drove myself there. So, yeah. uh, you know. again, another psychological, like psychologically. Yeah. But it was a yeah. gag. It was a gag. Yeah, I knew it wasn't but, real, but yeah. yeah. I know. I get that, Doug. I remember. Hmm. I remember Ryan and I doing. I remember one year just randomly both got each other Christmas presents. We were just like kind of like both a little suspicious. We were like, we both got each other something like, what the heck? I got him a bib and he got me a calculator. <laughs> it was just funny. It was just both got trash presents. Hmm. What you got going well, on? Well, you know, over the years, of course, as a kid, anytime he got clothes and yeah. socks mm-hmm. and underwear, all that stuff, that was lame. <laughs> Transition yeah. here. <laughs> but there was one I remember. This kind of goes along with Adam's. It was, it was a gag. And it actually wasn't the real present. It was it, my. It was from my sister. My sister is a, is actually kind of a prankster. I guess it's from growing up with my three older brothers. Oh yeah. But anyways, so I don't know if you've seen them, but you can get these boxes to put gifts in, and yeah. they're oh. like fake. There's some kind of a just wacky, crazy invention <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so she does this for like all of our gifts. And so I open up this box, and it's an alarm cro- clock griddle. <laughs> alarm clock alarm clock riddle, riddle. And so I, it's like an ass scene on tv yeah, invention yeah thing. it's yeah. like an alarm clock with a griddle on top like cooking like eggs and bacon and i and my first reaction <laughs> is that's what michael scott wanted yeah, to make I'm, his bacon my in first the reaction is this isn't safe <laughs> it's, it's, i'm gonna burn myself I'm getting like, out of bed ow! and i'm reading all these <laughs> my sister's just she's about to bust her gut she's just trying and I finally open up and I'm like it's a shirt or something. I forget what was in it but I was like but she did it for everyone oh. and so like my dad had one it was a box of like a hundred one foot extension cords that <laughs> And dad's like, well, this could be kind of useful. Yeah. And she got her husband. Sometimes you ever been in that situation? You just need one more foot? (laughs) Or take some off? She got her husband a family Snuggie. It was like a giant Snuggie with head holes for like a mom and dad and like several kids. That sounds like one of those. Shows them all sitting there. (laughs) Sounds like one of those mama jokes. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Because actually, I've gotten one of those too. It's just like an ad scene on TV box. Like, I got mm. one that was my aunt got it for me, but it was a visor. Different you aunt wear. or same? It was a different. <laughs> it was a visor you wear, and it was a propane heater that you flip down in front of your face, and it was Ooh. called Hot Lips. <laughs> <laughs> so it literally had instructions on the back of how to put how to put propane in your hot, hot lips, oh, and like it had three settings, and it had like the temperatures. Like that gets up to hundred degrees. It's, Melt your face off. But there's nowhere to see you. Just it's just like this panel in front of your face. And I looked at that thing forever. I was like, like "What the world?" I was like, "Are you kidding me?" You should just bought it. I I don't even know. You got that for a gift? No, it was one of those fake boxes. Yeah. Well, there was one that she had sitting on her end table the other day when I was at her house that she must have kept. But I remember I forget who she gave it to, but it was a earwax candle maker. (laughs) (laughs) Do <laughs> <laughs> yourself gross. earwax This is just a Where do you find these boxes at? They had to sell them at Walmart Amazon. places yeah. oh, This is a broad thing But you, have you ever gotten those um, As a gift But it, <clears throat> it's You open it up And inside there's, They make different kinds But it'd be like a box or Something like that But it's a It's a puzzle Inside is like a gift card but you can't get to the gift card until you solve yeah. it. You ever get in those? Yeah. Does that Ryan, frustrate you? Remember Ryan trying to f- do one at youth camp that Ben got him? 
You remember that? Oh, yeah. for the uh-huh. youth Christmas party? Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Is that ever yeah, bothered? Just smash like, it. Just <laughs> <laughs> take a hammer to it. Well, we had one around our family, and, and maybe this kind of goes into one of our other topics, but it wasn't a, a bad one. But we had the same box going around back and forth, just my immediate family for like years. Oh, we'd wow. keep it, and then we'd get a gift card, and then gift it to somebody else, and then they have to open it up. That, that went on for a long See, time. In the youth group where we do that gift exchange, mm-hmm. I had a picture of myself, and Eric got it, and I had a, I, I didn't tell anybody, but there was a gift card in the back of it. Yeah. So he got the gift card, but nobody else wanted my picture. <laughs> you try to swap then, it. Then Everyone's he, he brought to it back it. a year later and still same thing. Nobody knew the gift card was in the back. But I mean, I wish Ryan was here talking about this because he's gotten some pretty intense presents from his friend, Ben Baker. He's a blacksmith. And mm. Ben, at one, one year, gave Ryan just a gift card to GameStop, but he put he like put the gift card in like 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 an eight by eight concrete cube like he oh, wow. poured concrete are you <laughs> serious and i swear so he had to smash it to get he access had to smash to it? Wow. His, like, but ben, ben also even for when in youth group he uh he brought pickled pig's feet yeah and or pickled eggs or something like yeah. that and and something else jarred i can't remember he also <laughs> just brought in his Tub of change. You got that, didn't you? Was, oh yeah, that came out. That was it was a ten dollar gift it, exchange, and he gave me a box of like like a box maybe this size of just full of change. It, you yeah. ended up having. I it. went to Kroger and used that coin thing. It came out to fifty five dollars. Are you serious? Oh, wow. Fifty five dollars. Ben Best always did crazy exchange. stuff or or stuff like yeah. that for Christmas. Yeah. Before we move on to this topic, I wanted to talk a little bit about best Christmas. I know. Let me guys, share. Let me yeah, share something sure. real quick. Real, yeah. Something. My grandpa, Grandpa Sandy, was a prankster. <laughs> and at his church, every Christmas they did a gift exchange, kind of a secret Santa type thing. Uh-huh. And no one wanted to get the present from my grandpa because they always knew what it was going to be. And every year for Christmas, you know, Christmas time or Thanksgiving time, they'd, they'd butcher a hog, right? <laughs> and so he would keep the tail and he would wrap up the tail in a box. <laughs> and that's what he put under the tree. <laughs> That probably smelled great. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a terrible story. <laughs> that's, a, that's a true West Virginia, too. You know? But anyways, yeah. So Hey, every piece of the hog is useful. Even as a well, Christmas that's what my grandpa used to say. They used every part of the hog but the squeal. But the squeal. <laughs> but anyways. But I, I wanted you to share your story about okay. best Christmas gift because I thought this was a really cool yeah. story. Um, it's something that's never happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's cool. Yeah. So back when I was, after I graduated seminary, my first job was youth pastor down in Crab Orchard, West Virginia. And we had a Christmas party, youth party at my apartment. And, uh, and unbeknown to me, the kids and the youth helpers all went together and got me a present. And of course, you know, usually as a youth pastor, you get something like a tie or a shirt <laughs> or something like that. Something this, you right? really don't want. <laughs> so, and this was back in... 2000 and we've been in Christmas like 2003, I think. So they bring in this bag, Christmas bag, and I open it. It's got a little bit of tissue paper and I pull it off and I look down and I see PlayStation 2. And my first reaction was, (laughs) 
That is so cruel <laughs> to put my present <laughs> in a PlayStation <laughs> 2 box. No, no, hold on but, a Because that's probably where all youth pastors put ourselves. Exactly. It's like, yeah, we, we, like, we, there's no way we would deserve a PS2. Because back then it was like, what, $200, yeah, $300, something almost like that? It was, it was a lot. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't cheap, you know. So, And so then I start to pull the box out, and it's like really heavy. I'm like, oh, my God, this is really a PlayStation 2. Yes, it was yeah, an actual PlayStation PS2. And those kids laughed and laughed. They would never laugh. Uh, the expression of your face, Doug, was because <laughs> I didn't think it was real. At first, I was like, no. Oh my See, God. that would have been like, I would like, do you, do you do that and make it in the box or would you take it out and put it in a different box and make you think you're getting a gag gift? That would have no, been. No, Adam, have you ever had that happen to you? N- no. <laughs> I'll never eat that. No. <laughs> okay, well, being the only kid that's been in either of your youth groups, I feel attacked right yeah. now. Yeah. It's true. You dropped the ball, Logan. You dropped the ball. What a great topic with the only youth kid in this city at the table. <laughs> But I do think it was funny because your initial reaction yeah, was like, I really, I was it can't be so... a PS2 because I don't deserve yeah, a PS2. scumbags. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what torture? Put it in the two, PS2 bag. Yeah, well, what I got for my birthday was uh, Mountain Dew and energy drinks. I feel like I'm just going to get killed off. <laughs> We're trying to speed up the process. It's taking too long. I mean, I know that's what Let's see the sustenance of a youth pastor can live off of, but still... <laughs> Well, Eric, after saying that, I'm just going to take back the PS5 I got you. No, you... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess you're not grateful for it, oh, so well, I'll just take it back. So, so you being truthful right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, you made it awkward, so yes. You made it awkward. Well, well can I share about my mom? Because... Uh, I do want to say, you know, that was the worst gift, but she always made sure, even though we didn't have much money, that I always got the system I wanted. So whether it was Nintendo or Sega Genesis, she always worked it out. I almost sometimes had to twist my sister because it was like a family gift (laughs) to one or two. So it was like, like Super Nintendo was a thing that I asked for. And I tried to get my sister on it, so I tried to talk her into getting Mario Paint. <laughs> Look, you can have a mouse, and you can draw on it, and it's going to be great, and you're going to want it. <laughs> it's going to be cool. <laughs> but and the game actually was awful. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, you get to flop swines with it on the, with the mouse. <laughs> but anyhow, I do appreciate my mom always trying to do that yeah. for me. So Shout just, out to mom, sponsor us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with cookies. <laughs> <laughs> So go ahead. We can do the next topic. But the next next topic we have, one that I might be... I'm not really sure where this is going, to be honest with you. Okay. But it, I, to my understanding, what this next topic is, is it is the misconceptions of mm-hmm. the true Christmas story. Yeah, things that are kind of added in that sometimes mm-hmm. we kind of just kind of got used to and kind of traditions that we kind of set up to kind of make the story a little bit more simple. Mm-hmm. I guess, Doug. I mean, I think some maybe for like Christmas plays, you know, like school yeah. and church plays for kids. That's probably what happened, right? At some point, they yeah. started kind of narrowing down the story <laughs> to as simple as possible to convey it. But that's not really what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, kind of on topic, but that reminds me of like almost any of the Bible stories. Because mm-hmm. for kids, they, they really just dub it down and just do the highlights. Well, then the you'll, yeah, you always miss. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, Christmas story is definitely a big one for that. So, so one of the goals here is not to try to 
ruin your Christmas at all. <laughs> but just try to highlight some of the things that are actual things that happen and things that sometimes we add in. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, I'm not sure where we want to start, but I guess one of the things we could start with actually, Christmas isn't actually on December 25th. I know, shocking. Most people probably know that. But it's actually it was a, um, a celebration of the sun, right? Yeah, it was like the solstice, solstice yes. right? Because mm-hmm. the solstice is on the 21st. Yeah. So it was just an idea of combining that to say, hey, they celebrate this, but we want to kind of celebrate <laughs> Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the, there was already a festival going on, and right. they kind of decided, well, let's make our own festival and make it about Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, the birth of Jesus. So the next one I guess we could go to would be um, this, this nativity. Um, mm-hmm. What are some of the factual things about the nativity? What are some of the things that are inaccurate about the nativity? Doug, you want to start us off a little so bit? The, so the big one would be the wise men, right? Because yeah. if you, when you read the scripture, you find that you know when the wise men come. Of course, it doesn't give us a number of how many. Uh, we only know that there are three gifts. So there's actually a tradition. There's a, and I don't remember. I should have looked up there. They actually named the traditional three wise men, and I, I don't remember, but mm-hmm. according to, to some traditions, but. Um, Oh, so you're saying in the church and some yeah, churches some, they actually, they oh, I actually didn't know have the name of those three yeah. three wise men, but um, actually it wasn't wouldn't have been until sometime later that the wise men got there because they had to travel from the east, um, and there was most most likely the the, the term magi um, literally in the in the ancient tongue meant the kingmakers. These were a group of men, and and probably they had ties to Daniel. Remember, Daniel was taken yeah. in exile into into Babylon in the east, and so there was probably some connection there with with Daniel. Um, so they don't fight mummies, <clears throat> right? They don't fight oh, okay. mummies. <laughs> 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 that, that, that says a lot. Okay. Speak, but a, well, this <laughs> this group of of men, uh, there was probably actually several hundred of them that came to Bethlehem seeking seeking the Christ child, and they held tremendous political power in their region, and in fact. No one could become king unless the Magi gave their blessing in, in that region at that, at that time. And so when they arrived in Bethlehem, they didn't just come you know, riding along on camels. They came on horseback with servants and bodyguards and this whole entourage. And that's why it says, and Herod was troubled. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get troubled by three guys on, on camels. Yeah. You, know, you get troubled when you see these powerful people coming from the To East endorse to, another supposed exactly, king. Exactly, to endorse yeah. another king. And, uh, and of course they, they bring these gifts, which should, you know, are very kingly gifts and, and a kind of a side note too, that's probably how jo- Mary and Joseph were able to survive when they, actually, they went into exile. Remember? Yeah. They actually, yeah, uh, left, went to Egypt and it probably would have taken at least a year for the Magi to get there. That's why Herod, when he ordered the, the killing of the, of the Hebrew children, two years and younger yeah, to make sure he covered and while you're on that topic, that you know, some scholars say, well, it wasn't like a widespread type right. of killing of babies because it's not really noted in our history. Mm-hmm. But a uh, uh, you know a certain area like Bethlehem, right? It was the Bethlehem region, which yeah. is a very yeah. very small village essentially. Um, but yeah, that's why it was, it was just centered right right in that area. And going back to what you said about the two years or younger, so it's not like that. You know, sometimes we get this idea. It's like the you know the whole nativity scene we see on stage and stuff that the shepherds come and mm-hmm. then then it's automatically the the wise men come. That that didn't really happen. Probably it was it was years, maybe a year, year and a half right. later. Right. Yeah. And, and you got to think the you know the Bible doesn't follow like our system of reckoning time where we'll, you know it says mm-hmm. and then you know 
two and a half days later, or Jesus, you know, or two months and a week later, yeah. you know, it just says, and then this happened, and then this happened, and yeah. this happened. Um, but it doesn't give us the, you know, we're kind of particular about dates and times and anniversaries and all that stuff. Whereas, um, you know, the Bible's trying to give us the narrative and the, the facts of the, of the story. And uh, so we don't always have all those dates and times. But we can sometimes those don't matter. Right. Sometimes exactly. they're not really that crucial or important to know. Mm-hmm. So why? Why? And even you know we talk about the yeah. birth of Christ. We don't know the exact day. Yeah. And that's actually a testimony to the fact that he was born essentially as a nobody. Yeah. He mm-hmm. he came unassumingly into the world, and the only people that were told about him were shepherds. Yeah. Most initially. scholars think that maybe around springtime. Or yeah. Summertime. Probably was more in the spring. Yeah. <laughs> So the other thing, too, is as it mentions in in the scriptures, sometimes we take that as an innkeeper. And and really that, if you look at the root word, I think it really means that it, there wasn't room. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a spot. There wasn't a place for them, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. The actual translation of the word that was used for in is a place, right? Mm-hmm. So so the idea of uh, you know us thinking that there was like this hotel and things, sometimes <laughs> that's not maybe quite yeah. accurate. Wasn't Hilton? <laughs> the red roof in was filled up and <laughs> <laughs> talking about where they were actually in the stable too like we don't know if that was like a cave or that was like some some actually homes that they would have would actually have the living quarters mm-hmm. above on like the second floor and down below would be kind of like a cave or kind of yeah. a, um, a stone area where they would actually keep their animals right. so their animals could stay warm but it would yeah. be underneath the home and actually, the scripture doesn't even mention a stable. It just simply says they mm-hmm. laid him in a, a manger. manger. And so you just make the assumption. Yeah. Where, where a manger mangers typically located. Yeah. I'm glad you right. brought that out because it's mm-hmm. so easy to do to say stable and when it's not really in the scripture. There's a lot of things we like. We assume, like, and again, I think this goes back to just having needing parts for your Christmas play. There is no innkeeper yeah. mentioned yeah. anywhere in scripture. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we always see the innkeeper telling Mary Joseph, there's no room. Go, you know, go yeah. away, I mean, whatever. But yeah. there's no innkeeper. Yeah. In, Should have booked day. with uh, hotels.com. Yeah, that's right. yeah. <laughs> and that brings us into our first sponsor. Hotels.com. Thank you guys for supporting our channel. Captain Obvious. <laughs> Start up your Travelocity app. And you wanna... But but it's little things like that that I, I think it's important for us Christians to to kind of realize. I mean, again, I don't think there's – that's what I love about, too, about God is that even despite the things we know and the things we don't know, it really God looks at our heart and mm-hmm. looks at our attitude. Not that we shouldn't be truth seekers, but – you know, I think about this because some people will think that, well, King James is the only way to go, where I believe that, it, you know, their faith is what makes them righteous in God's eyes, mm-hmm. not so particularly way if they were right or wrong in a certain situation. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Their faith has caused them to believe. I think it. I think it's cool, like, the fact that, like, this is a perfect, like, this top is a, topic is a perfect example of why you need to be careful in our secular world mm-hmm. because it's almost yeah. like a big game of telephone <laughs> yeah. yeah like if you don't make your faith your own if you keep getting Absolutely. it passed down and passed down you pick up on these things to where i know mm-hmm. these kind of are like minute things but at you know the bigger the, the amount of people in the game of telephone the more skewed it gets at the yep. end so it's really important to to read it for yourself like why play a game of telephone when you can just go ask the original source, which is you know a written book like right in front of you. So I I think this topic is just a wake up call for not only the Christmas story but any scripture really. You know mm-hmm. it's so easy to take things out of context. And so that's the reason why going back to Herod when he had the babies two years 
uh, old and younger. That's mm-hmm. why he, he kind of mentions too, because mm-hmm. it could have actually been up to two years old. Right. He didn't know the exact time of the birth. Going back to your point, which is very important, that he Jesus wasn't a famous person at that point. He wasn't somebody that was right. You know, well known. It wasn't like that. Um, that yeah. God was intentionally writing his story at the beginning and, and making and sure. And that's all this why stuff. you know other historical figures. We have statues. We have engravings. We have paintings. There's nothing of Jesus. Yeah, that's right? awesome. You know, there's no images or anything. Um, mm-hmm. Because that wasn't his mission. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. His sure. mission was to save the world. His mission wasn't to build a kingdom here. It was to build a ki- heavenly That's kingdom right. that we could and all. There, and there's so many people fighting against him to, they don't want him to be recognized too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's so many people fighting against him. And going back to your point, Logan, it's so very true. Uh, I think about that with, uh, even with, when the whole, when the spirit of God moved in Exodus and, and killed the firstborn, a lot of times we say that's an angel. Well, if you go back and literally look at the scriptures, God's spirit, Mm-hmm. That is 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 being sent out to kill. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even. I even thought about that. That it's 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 really God's presence. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't stand up against God's mm-hmm. presence. But mm-hmm. it's just interesting how sometimes we can take little things, and sometimes we do it with the best intentions. But sometimes that becomes our gospel instead of. Mm-hmm. You know. And that's and that just reminds us to be very careful anytime we we quote scripture, but not quote scripture and just say, "Well, the Bible says." Yeah. Be careful. Does mm-hmm. the Bible actually say that? Yeah. You know, and we can all fall into that trap. And it's Absolutely. so easy because you have to read the book as a whole. And mm-hmm. that's a big thing that we learn at Cedarville is that you have to, like, especially in theology, it's it's taking those little teachings as a whole. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't say, you know, dissect one piece of scripture because it's taken out of context of a whole storyline. And I think a lot of times it's so easy that people to get these, you know, these one, these like one famous scriptures, and just take those so easily out of context because they are already out of context. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. you're taking it out of you're taking it out of this paragraph. And you know, I even I even find it kind of interesting how some Bibles have you know the subheadings in each chapter. They'll kind of give you like a tiny little summary, and that stuff there you have to be careful. Even that stuff because mm-hmm. you read that, and then your mind is set on that while you're reading that. Yeah. <laughs> It's so Instead easy. of being open to the idea of what that may be speaking to you Exactly. <clears throat> I mean, I've done a few devotionals where we're di- reading out of different translations, and each of us obviously share examples of how the scriptures work in our life because it relates to the subheading at the top. And we all have completely different ones because mm-hmm. we just had our initial mindsets. And I think that's what we need to break in our culture is yeah. having that initial mindset going in and making sure that we're reading it down to the bone. <laughs> yeah. And so again, I think our point when sharing this is just to bring light. It, you know, I, I think what you said about the wise men too, about them actually um, being actually condoners of who the king was, right? They would kind of yeah. be like, you mm-hmm. know, they're saying that this person is, and so they, them seeing out, seeking out Jesus was really cool. But at the same time, you know, or what I'm really trying to share here is that the, even though we may have sometimes kind of pushed everything together, realizing that the story even has more complexity, I guess. It's not that mm-hmm. simple. It wasn't just like we just throw up an anger and that it was that simple. Mm-hmm. It actually had a process that it was going through. So I just think and of it I, as, And I think the simplicity of, of the manger scene does help bring all that together at once to remind us of the whole story, mm-hmm. even though it didn't necessarily happen chronologically in, yeah. in all that. So, yeah. so in other words, it's nothing wrong to have a, a nativity, and we're no, not saying that no. it's bad. 
It's just leave the wise men there. They're okay. It's it is. Right. It is cool to think about how complex the story really is. Still I think that. And I would say that sometimes we as Christians kind of want to just tidy up the story uh, real quickly instead of thinking about how that that took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can read a verse like you were saying. And it says, and then, well, we don't see the gap in time. We just kind of mm-hmm. read on, right? So we don't think about, well, that well, that was a year or two later, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So we need to be careful with that yeah. as, as Christians. The Bible has a lot of, you know, there's a wrathful side to him too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's important to remember that. I, I always go back to, I think it's um, chapter one in Psalms. I'll have to look that up. I don't really remember, but it's just like talks. There's just a lot of graphic stuff involved in the Bible too. Mm-hmm. And I think that our culture tries to make it so pretty and like to where we can have a holiday yeah. around it. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's something definitely to celebrate, of course, is birth, but that you gotta you gotta remind yourself of who you're worshiping sometimes. Yeah. There's a raffle work. I, I would say to me, and this I think I mean Christmas I always love Christmas. I think it's a great holiday. But I always feel like Easter for me is a bigger holiday than Christmas. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. Yeah. as a Christian, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. But I think it's, you know, I think it's interesting going back to what Logan was saying. It's like we try and cutesify a lot of things exactly. in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's like Noah's Ark. Yeah. You know, and you see all these murals and nurseries with Noah's Ark. And, oh, look at that cute ark with all the animals. <laughs> thinking, this is when God killed the entire <laughs> world yeah. and slaughtered the entire human race. But these people on the ark, it wasn't cute. Yeah. You know, if he really tried, how well, horrifying would that be to little kids to really realize that? When you paint that on their walls, like, mm, is that really a? I just think story? about that. That God didn't. <laughs> God didn't save Noah from you know having to take care of all the doo doo that was on the <laughs> ark. <laughs> there had to be a system in place that he had to. He had to take care of some little little bit of poop. Oh least. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just think that's interesting. All right, so we want to move on a little bit to our next topic about traditions. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> so I think the next one is like, what is your like least favorite tradition, right? Is that what Christian, it was? Christmas tradition. Best yeah. or worst? Yeah. So best I, or worst. you want me to go first? Cause I really have, I, I may get on a little tired. <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> he he oh, already yeah. expressed a little bit to me. All so. right. So, so we, we started this a few years back and I hate it. The elf. Oh, oh, I hate that so bad. Uh, and I, I, you know, I, my wife, Shelly, she's awesome. She's great. She's creative. She's good at it. I just hate it. I, I'm not, I, I usually am a creative person, but after doing it for like the tenth ninth, and you got to figure out what you're going to do with the stinking elf. I, I hate it. Like eleven o'clock at night, you're trying to figure out. Okay, what do I do with him? You know, I've already put him on lights, swinging around the fan. I've already done things like, like, can I just run him over and like leave him out in the parking lot and just see like his head? Throw him like in the middle flat. of the floor. Yeah, yeah throw him. <laughs> in the middle. Oh, that's where he landed. Don't touch him. Don't yeah. touch him. <laughs> He'll lose his uh, he'll lose his uh, Christmas spirit or whatever. <laughs> I just hate that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's some other guys out there that feel the same way I do. But it's like, I mean, come on. Like, what do you do with this guy? It seems like the. And con- then they brought a girl involved in too. Oh, Did yeah. you hear about this? I don't even know what she's called. She's a girl elf. Like her his soulmate. <laughs> what the? It's world? almost like the concept was good, but it seems like they made it too long. Yeah. Like you do after supposed to it's do terrifying. after Thanksgiving. I don't it's like, like yeah. Chucky. But yeah. Christmas. 
Well, I am so glad my family didn't do that to me when I was a kid. I'd be terrified. Exactly. It would terrified. It's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. And, and like, like I didn't even know about it until I got older. I'm like, what is this elf on the shelf I see everywhere? Yeah, like, if you read the book, for years if you read the book, he's there like, to spy on you. Yeah, he's there to watch you every single move you make and see if you're naughty or nice. Yeah. Well, why would you want to spy around your house? <laughs> oh, I, I would. It, yeah, I would definitely. If I was mean, I would just put it in different spots in my kid's room. Just, <laughs> it's just yeah, staring at. I would have had nightmares when I was a kid. Your children will not develop properly. They expect you to do it. I mean, like you're supposed to start it after Thanksgiving. It's like every single night. Yeah, Come so on. that's like, too long. Maybe like too a week long. before like, I get it. Then me and my wife are in an argument for no reason because we're talking about what we're going to do at the Elf tonight. Who's like, turning? Why don't you care about this? Like, why should I care about <laughs> it? It's a stinking Elf. It's a stinking <laughs> doll that I'm trying to put somewhere so my kids can be surprised that they don't even care anymore. They don't care. Like, oh, he's there. That's that's fun. <laughs> Now, this may this may help you, Eric. Oh, he's sitting on the toilet taking a and you got a little <laughs> oh, tootsie roll in the back. <laughs> I'm glad you've gotten clever with it, though. Well, that was, Eric wife, that was my wife looking on Pinterest for the idea. <laughs> I've seen several good ones though. With like, oh yeah, the elf tied up with stormtroopers. See, that's yeah. 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 See, that's more like it. But I'd be more like frozen and Elsa figures. Let's just like put him on fire and be done with it. <laughs> I've seen I've seen a carbonated like elf yeah, right. like too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? Like, if if the stormtroopers could actually hurt somebody, right. exactly, <laughs> they could hit somebody. Well, I think there's like Boba Fett, and someone else there too. Oh. They could actually aim. Yeah. <laughs> they could actually. Now, I, I was I don't know details, but supposedly Gaborum Studios is going to have a new elf on the shelf type of tradition. Oh, I, I haven't heard anything. No, I hated that. No, place it's the more. warrior on the wall. <laughs> well, no, well, it's going to be different. They're wanting to. They're wanting to. Yeah, it's, it, I've heard a lot of neat stuff that they're going to do because uh, the the film's coming out on Christmas Day. No, so. don't do that. And I, I really don't like the Christmas calendars either. Like the. Oh. I don't mind that. I, I mean, it's okay, but it's like I got to stick to the script, so I got to read the thing. No, I mean, no, and it's like we I don't can't. Do that, I can't. Though. I don't want to talk about the donkey. Who cares about the donkey? We don't even know the donkey was there, <laughs> yeah. right? I'm sorry. I'm a little bitter. I don't. Yeah, the Christmas Bomb. calendar. <laughs> now, now, when I was a kid, I always did the rings, the paper rings. You ever do that? You make no. a ring, a uh, chain of oh, paper yeah. rings. Oh, yeah. I've seen each day you tear yeah. off yeah. one, throw it away, and that counts down to Christmas. Yeah. And I always did that. Well, did you ever do, like, the, you feed one. the reindeer? Like, you put some stuff in it, like sparkly no. stuff, or <laughs> I don't know what it is. Man, what did you do? <laughs> Glitter, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Glitter and, like, uh, you, you Oreos, or not Oreos. Um, Cheerios. You put Cheerios and uh, glitter, and then you I throw it out there for I the reindeer. I don't think eat. it's real glitter because you're going to kill the deer that actually eat that. Well, well, I don't think deer would eat glitter anyways. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah I don't think. What interesting? Because we, uh, I remember doing that as a kid. It we was to feed the deer, but I, I later on realized it was actual just regular old deer coming to eat. So we have a herd of deer that lives in our yard, anyway. So yeah. we, we don't have to feed. Don't them. need to feed them. Yeah, we have a done. We have a giant oak tree that feeds them. It has all the acorns there. Adam, what's your least favorite tradition? We don't. As we're, you know, I got a young young kid, so we're a young family. So as far as us starting our tradition, we don't really have one that, that I would say it's terrible. Yeah, we, we have a Christmas calendar, but I'm fine with that. Well, you're, you're st- your kids are still young yet. Get it about five more years. Yeah, we, we, we've never started Elf Shelf. We've already said we don't like that either anyways. Yeah. So we're we're we we're trying a few things to kind of start our tradition. You and, you now maybe Carrie, hold on. You, you and Carrie just saved an hour of your life every night. Oh yeah. Around yeah. Christmas time. Yeah. Just saying no to that. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. But now, now we we we've we've tried some other different things to start a tradition. But you know, you can spend more alone time now. <laughs> It'll be better for your marriage. Alone time, her just falling. Is that what you do in couch. marriage counseling? <laughs> yeah. Like, first off, do you guys do Elf on the Shelf? Okay, you need to stop that immediately. That'll save your marriage right there. That'll save your marriage. That adds an hour to you every day around Christmas time to do your devotionals. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. That's what I thought. So you don't really have I a, don't, I, or cuddle. <laughs> You know, this really isn't a tradition, but uh, it is, but it isn't. But sometimes what can be rough sometimes is going to go get a tree. Oh. We, we oh, had, so you guys do the live tree. And I didn't want that. That that was that was a fight when we got married. <laughs> so you wanted a fake tree. Well, I grew up with an artificial tree. Yeah, I did. And too. I like it because it's, it's symmetrical. Yeah. I like it <laughs> symmetrical. And you have it all year round. I'm I'm, I'm OCD. I can't. I so. But she grew up with a life tree, so I mm. caved in and we'd go get. But I would spend so long trying to get the most symmetrical tree I could find. Yeah, and that's hard. It's a whole day event. Yeah. So now now she wanted to do this other thing. One because she thought she was going to save some money because we always just went to Lowe's get a tree. So like, no, this year we're going to save some money. We're going to go cut down our own. Well, the one place we were going to by our house. Insurance doesn't let us cut it down. They cut down. It's already cut down. You should go pick it out. It took us five minutes. We found one. The first one we looked at, perfect. Threw it in there. She tells me later that she pays almost like almost twice more there than she did at Lowe's. Oh, wow. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. But so I don't know if we'll continue that tradition you, of getting a life tree. You have to make not, sure you water the tree too, right? Yeah. Like every you day. Put it or in you, water. you keep water in the in the Yeah. Plant. Now, do you and, have a real tree? Or and if, it, if it water goes down, it's Fake. getting water. But mom does ours not doesn't. want to have to sweep that up. Yeah, because you get all that the little needles. We got hard work. Tree you get too though. Do we you have a real. We always had a real tree. We do Fraser. Now? Not now. Last oh. year, mom, cause just because of their age, they yeah. couldn't. So she got a little artificial tree. It's about three feet tall. Or whatever. Uh, you think <laughs> about, but we have about four yeah. trees at our house now. Well, no, I five. I actually worked <laughs> at a Christmas tree farm when I was in high school. Oh, really? Christmas time, yeah. And this, it doesn't exist now. Yeah. Oh. Actually, I think we got our tree for free that year. Those <laughs> like, years. Yeah. Like, it was like whatever was left. It was like Charlie Brown tree yeah. I was left. Well, you can only use it once a year. <laughs> Sorry, the only tree we have left is that oak out, out back. Couple couple of stories on that. But, uh, yeah, the guy from my parents' church, the church I was at, and uh, he would let me work on it. And I'd actually go out with people. You would actually go and you'd tag it in the fall. You'd oh. go out. So the they'd come out and pick it out, what they want? Whatever you want. You go out and you tag it. But see, it's going to change by, uh-uh, I no, couldn't do that. No, it doesn't change. It's only no? like two months, two or three okay, months. Okay, well. And, uh, and they keep them trimmed, so they're Christmas tree <laughs> Yeah, shaped. it's not like you, okay. you I'm just saying. When they're like <laughs> yeah. baby trees. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I want this little one. It's like, it's like investing in stocks at exactly. that point. <laughs> exactly. No, this one's too long and linky like Logan. I don't want it. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Let's turn this podcast on Logan. Uh, anyways, <laughs> back to my story. So I worked on the Christmas tree farm, and then when they come to pick a tree, I, I we had a log book, <laughs> and I'd go find it. I'd cut it down for them and drag it back to their car. And sometimes I'd put it either in a trunk or tie it on the roof or whatever. You probably got so. real strong doing that. Is there a certain yeah, age I mean, of a tree that you can't cut down, though? Or like, well, I mean, they keep... If somebody wanted a baby they, tree, they could get a baby tree. <laughs> uh, there are limits as to what size they oh, let okay. you take. Now, there were a few of them, too. They'd let you dig them up. You'd dig up the roots, and then you could actually plant them in your yard when you were done. See, that's cool. Yeah. 
But um, anyways, Wait. so we always had a live tree. And so I'm I'm biased towards live tree. I really do prefer a live tree because I just think it's neat. I like the smell of the pine. Yeah, some everything. people, that that's what I hear a lot is yeah. like the pine smell. Yeah. But, you know, I, I've been out on my own for like, 20 years and my dad my mom wanted to get an artificial tree for a long time and my dad's excuse was but doug will be disappointed he likes a live tree my mom's <laughs> like doug doesn't live here anymore <laughs> but then this one year i think i was i was either in college or seminary and my parents had waited too long to go tag a tree and like so like and plus a lot of the tree farms had closed and there were no trees left to like Lowe's or walmart or whatever and so dad knew this guy had this old tree farm that was like overgrown, hadn't been trimmed or pruned or anything for years. And oh, he's no. like, he told us we could just go out and find one and just take whatever we could find. That was the true Charlie Brown Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> we got this tree. And it was the smallest one we could find, too. The others were like 10 feet taller, yeah. bigger. Way overgrown. And so we got into the house. The trunk was went kind of like that. And then you had this one bare spot, and these other side, the, the limbs were, like, sticking out. So we cut those limbs off and tied them <laughs> into the bare spot. <laughs> and we thought, well, once we get the ornaments and everything on it, it'll look better. Nah, no. It really didn't. See, so see, it was, <laughs> see I, guess, I guess for me, when we got our house, I had a fireplace. And every year, I, I, I guess this would be a tradition, but I, I want to have a, like a, a fire going on Christmas morning. Yeah, I haven't had that the last couple of years because I need I need to fix my chimney. Netflix, so. you look. Well, I want the real fire. Like, yeah, that, that's kind of lame. You know, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Well, number one, yeah. I we that's how we survived um, because <laughs> when we first bought the house, it was all electric, and the mm. furnace was ancient. It was about four or five hundred dollars in the wintertime. Uh, for electric bill, wow. so we kept it down on sixty, and I had a fire going twenty four seven, almost. So, and so it would be, but that's a pain to do. But I don't mind waking up early to go outside in the cold to get some wood. Sometimes I already have it in the house already, just to start a fire. So I'm actually, I'm almost tempted just to risk it for the biscuit and just start a fire this this Christmas. I don't care risk what my chimney biscuit. blows that's up. That's a new one to me. <laughs> you, you just <laughs> haven't used it for a while. So I got a, my chimney cap got some cracks in it, uh-huh. so I covered it up. You know, so water wouldn't get down the side of it. So yeah. it, it it's a little it's a little risky to, but I, I almost want to really bad. But but um oh I, is that is, something that you started as a as a kid or no? I, mean, I just started since we got the new house. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I guess okay, things are coming to me. Here's a little tradition I'm doing. My kids don't watch this or listen to this. Is okay, but uh, I'll take I'll that's take the ashes out of there. There's still ashes in there. I'll put a boot print on the mantle. Oh, that's cool. I like that. So it's Santa Claus. See, I like things out. like that. That's like a one-time deal and done. Yeah. Versus every single night. Sorry. Yeah. I right. Oh, yeah. I understand you're about that. Yeah. Eric. We'll talk about this out of the podcast. Yeah. That really. Well, think about you. if it's every hour for like 24 days. That's a whole day. So I just think the <laughs> time period. You know, we we, we did one. You know, we, we tried to do. I told Eric this earlier. We we had a little nativity scene. Of course, it was the. Not the real one, you know, but, but we would, uh, starting, we, we timed it out. So it, it ended up being like a week or two before Christmas, but we would put one figurine out mm-hmm. uh, a night, and then we would tell, like, we just did it for Jonah. We, we hadn't done it for a couple of years, but uh, we, we, we would talk about that person or that what was going on in that story. And so then we got up to Christmas Eve, and we put out baby Jesus, and then we told, you know, mm-hmm. we tried to do that, but that, I mean... Nothing really stuck. Well, so that's so. like a week. Right, exactly. We yeah. weren't going to do it's no more a month. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, a, I'm just, you know, I'm mean. I'm the great. You're getting old and tired yeah. and, and bitter. And yeah. And your kids don't appreciate it. 
My, I think my worst Christmas tradition is it's, it's kind of just, again, a series of events. But we go to my grandma's for Christmas every year. We go to her church for Christmas, and everyone. You're at talking her about church, your dad's. My dad's side. Every year, we go there. Well, you, it has. It's been a while, but we go there, and there's always this one guy. <laughs> one guy. Okay, his name's Nick. Nick is like just a decorated veteran he's a big big man just like like he's just i I would describe him as one big callus he's just like a a big strong guy no emotions so of course everyone at my grandma's church there's like 30 people there they're all related they're all related to us so we go there every year we walk in those doors and nick will find us and he'll just like beat the crap out of us every year like like phil i don't exactly exactly i don't care how old we are nick will come up and he'll like thrust over his shoulder and he'll spin you around he's like hey guys he'll like put you in a headlock from behind in the pews and then shake your hand your hands like oh so every year that's what phil does me or he'll punch me real hard every year every year shake me and pull me along every year we go to that church and nick finds us and we're there and every year we're just in the car we're all talking about like like i don't want to i don't i hope nick's not here but nick is huge and nick just loves he's good he's good buddies with my dad but he's just a rock but they were they were buddies growing up and he'll go up to my dad and just punch him in the shoulder and you know knock out three of my dad's teeth just right in front of us and my dad you know playing it off and your dad's my fishing arm he'll he'll pick up jordan by his legs and we're like adults now we're just like Nick, is this come like on, man. is this like christmas eve christmas this is Day? the christmas eve service at church oh wow so yeah. you guys go up there every year and nick nick do you fought. guys drive back after well that? that's what i'm saying we haven't done in a while which is oh. why i've been to porterfields for a while okay probably because we're just tired of nick <laughs> <laughs> It's all your fault, Nick. If you ask anyone in my family, they'll tell you about Nick. Nick is just, I mean, he's hes tough as nails. He was playing football with my dad, broke his finger playing outdoor football. My dad uh, said it was crooked. Nick just oh, right back in place and then kept playing. Like, he's just, uh, he's one of those guys. He's like a, wow. he's that great. guy. What, what's, you know, before we change topics here, what's your favorite? Well, I don't think, I don't think, did you I tell didn't, I didn't get it. No. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> sorry, Doug. Although I will say I did start a new tradition with my Christmas tree. Okay. Because I've, for years, we get a real one myself. Uh-huh. So last year I decided to do something different. So I made a Christmas tree out of balloons. Oh. oh like yeah. an actual size. Yeah. And so I'd, I'm doing the same thing this year too. Yeah. My oh. little man cave. Does it float away? <laughs> no. It's anchored. It's not filled with helium. What happens when you put the ornaments on? the pot? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're balloon ornaments too. So, How yeah. do you put the lights yeah. on? The lights about I do put balloon? the lights on. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But anyways... So the worst, I think the worst for me is sitting on Santa Claus's lap. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't have anything against Santa Claus. Yeah. I hated it. I hated it. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, I hated it. I didn't want to do it. In fact, I recently found a picture of me sitting on Santa Claus's lap when I was like six or seven. I don't know how they got me to do it. But it was at church because every year we do a Christmas program. Something like the kids program. Then for a while it was like each Santa class did a little skit or whatever. And yeah. then afterwards they have Santa Claus come and we you know, all the kids sit on Santa Claus' lap, and he'd give them a candy bar and a piece of fruit and whatever. <laughs> and they're always like, come on, Dad, you guys sit on Santa Claus' lap? And I was like, I don't sit on Santa Claus' lap. I would, like, actually hide. <laughs> and they'd be like, don't you want to I'm like, no, I will, I will forgo the candy bar, and I didn't eat fruit anyway. So I will forgo all that <laughs> to not sit on Santa Claus' lap. Wow. Because I just, I did, I was, well, number one, I was shy when I was a kid. Yeah. And yeah. I was so embarrassed. And now I'm just like, that's just stupid. 
Because yeah. people are now that are like, well, "Won't you get I'm like, "I'm a grown man. I'm not sitting on Santa Claus." Yeah. Like, Thank you very much. No. I don't want my two picture you're, taken with Santa you're Claus. You're still getting invited. <laughs> so Santa Claus. Yeah. I, last year, I did a uh, a Christmas party for my sister in law. Works for an adoption agency. Oh yeah. A Christmas party for kids. So I was doing balloon animals and stuff, and they had Santa Claus there. Yeah. But I didn't get my picture taken with Santa Claus. I got my picture taken with Captain America and Elsa. <laughs> yeah, they, it was yeah. They had these this couple that Better do the, yeah. what yeah. do you call where they do the kind of the charity thing. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, hey, can I have a picture taken with you guys? I'm, so, I'm, so, so you're more concerned with Santa Claus than you are Elsa. So I think it's more like tradition for me. I'm just like, I will not give in. I will never do it. I just, yeah. But I have my picture taken with someone else. You yeah. trust Elsa with her freezing with ability. Elsa, Elsa and Captain America, too. Yeah. That was an interesting couple, too. Yeah, I was thinking, that's how they go together. Anyways. Yeah. I guess both did it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's really the thing. I was going to say Elf on the Shelf, but our family didn't do it, and I was so glad they didn't do it. So what, what really irritated did. you about it? How did you get irritated by Elf? I just remember, it just seemed to me like I became aware of it all of a sudden one year, yeah. and I was already an adult, and I'm like, what is this? Because I think- I never heard of it until I was a I think because yeah, some yeah. of my friends were starting to have kids, and they're starting to do it, too, and maybe I saw it on on Facebook. Now, did you get this impression like I did in the midst of this? Like, this is a cult follower? Yeah, <laughs> I really- I would just, not be surprised. You got one up It came across somebody, to me as you know. being very creepy, number one. Yeah. Because- like when I was a kid, there's things I was I was scared of my own shadow when I was a kid. There's a lot of things I was scared of, and that really would have creeped me out. It, it's the fact that they were acting like it was alive and it would move around at night. Yeah, uh, uh-uh, I would yeah. put it in real life no. situations, like you know, yeah. And now I just see it kind of like um, so if you if, manipulation thing. Yeah. yeah, you know, Santa Claus is already a manipulation thing. Santa yeah. Claus is watching you. You better be good. You know, now, now, now you've got this actual spy in the yeah. house that yeah. I pulled that on my daughter night. today. I pulled did that you? out. Oh, did you pull that on you? Yeah. Oh. Hey, Santa Claus is watching. You better, you know. No, did did your mom tell you that, Logan? Yes. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> I, I believe in the heft mentality where the, as soon as their kids are old enough to understand words, they sat them down and said, hey, Santa Claus is a big joke. <laughs> <laughs> this is not real. Did and, they really? Oh, yeah. As soon as Will. Poor and Nathan them, and Will. As soon a... as them could fathom words, that is the first Hannah. thing that they convince them because they hate, they're very, very anti-Santa Claus. And then. And then after that, they would get phone calls from the school and other parents all the time saying, like, Will has convinced my kid that Santa isn't real. And, like, they would get, like, he's hey. not. Well, that's what it was to me. A kid on my bus t- broke news to me. I was devastated. Will broke the news to me. <laughs> we're we're going to have to yeah. have this podcast with a disclaimer. No, <laughs> right. but, but, you know, Santa Claus was a historical person. Yeah. Yeah. Saint so Nicholas. the idea of Saint Santa. Nicholas right. was actually a Christian mm. saint from the 4th century. Yeah, and he did buy. He did do things. He did do. He was for a, the poor. He and was. Then, and then the forest cells found him and knew that he was the only one who can house and, and control the star of Bethlehem. And then that's. Oh, sorry. That's, sorry. that's the yeah, Chronicles that's, too. Sorry. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> we just watched it the other night. <laughs> the first one's really good. Yeah, the second yeah. one's good too. It's it's not bad. I was about to say I was like. It, it, the title said the Return <laughs> of Belschnickel. <laughs> so I instantly thought the Office. I'm like, is this, is this the <laughs> Office? You know, but it's a totally different thing. Anyways. Right. Well, I learned a lot. I wanted to say <laughs> that that my wife on Christmas morning she makes cinnamon rolls in the shape of a Christmas tree and puts M and M's on them. That's really good. That's, mm. I like that tradition. That's a really good tradition. My favorite tradition is when Becca comes in my room at five thirty in the morning, wakes me up, and says it's Christmas, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go again. <laughs> my family. I don't know, is, she, is she like the first one to get up? Yeah, she. It's the tradition where Becca goes around, wakes everyone up at like five in the morning, but like it's Christmas, and we go downstairs, and then are takes, you? 
nine hours. Are for you that not excited do. for your Christmas gift? Oh, I am. I mean, if you're not, I can't remember to take your Christmas gift. Yeah, you don't know what I got for Christmas. I know what. Oh you yeah, got we already know. I've already been told by. We already know. I've already been told. What do you think it is? Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is too. Yeah. I know you know you know what it is. <laughs> so I can't believe you're not excited at 5 o'clock in the morning to go open I it. will be. Because if you're not excited about going in at 5 o'clock in the morning and getting it, I will be at your house at 5 o'clock in the morning <laughs> on Christmas Day. I'll be down I'll be by the tree your when Ryan you come downstairs. We are going to wake up at 530 and we're going to open those first so we can start our downloads. We, we, got, <laughs> we found we got PF you're gonna, Oh, You're not even going to watch the rest of the family but the kids. No, we are, I'm, I'm very excited. You should the PS4 wait. is unhooked and thrown in the corner ready you your spot. Just wake, you should just have a note from Becca I'm already downstairs <laughs> i slept on the couch <laughs> i'm very excited so yeah i bet you are you should be i'll be yeah. mad if you're not it'll be 2021 before i get one yeah me too <laughs> me too yeah <laughs> unless logan wants to give me his endure suffering my buddies because i'll tell you what i have i've saved up some money i just cash has been given to me uh i'm at a dilemma either do i put it towards which i could get a ps5 now Mm-hmm. If that's even plausible, uh, or I kind of want a one wheel. <laughs> a one wheel? I kind of want a one. Oh, okay. We'll talk, to we're we're going to talk. Is that like a motorcycle? No, we're no. going to talk about this after the podcast. That blew my mind. <laughs> one wheel is like a it's a skateboard with one big wheel in the middle. Boom, yeah. Oh, well, you can take it wherever. We can yeah. get into that. That's a whole other can. Sorry. Well, that'll be a topic. That's a re- re- We'll talk about interest. transportation stories. <laughs> But I think now yeah, a guy a who gets a free electric skateboard given to him. Yes, I did get a, an electric skateboard, and it is my car on campus. It's pretty sick. It goes twenty seven <laughs> miles an hour. Wow, that's yeah, great. And I wrecked it, and I ru- ruined myself when I wrecked it. Are you serious? Yeah. Is it damaged now? Or uh, no, sore? skateboard's fine. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's just it's kind of like funny that you get that for you know get that, and then then you don't have classes. <laughs> that is true but here's my plan i'm selling it after i graduate oh okay that's good, good that's plan. free money man i hope john isn't listening i'm still very grateful for that gift but john who Hughes, the oh. guy I gave to all right i think now is time to make the main thing the main thing okay i <laughs> don't remember where my verse went oh there it is uh, I can start things off because sure. i actually wanted to talk about something that i had mentioned we were talking about um the truth behind like the real story i had mentioned a verse in psalms and it was just kind of funny it was actually psalms 3 so i did didn't say the right verse and it was um verse give me a second uh verse 7 but i i thought it was funny because it was like how like how our generation now is just kind of like making the like the gospel story cute to make it like presentable. You know what I mean? And I saw this, I thought it was really funny because I had some three memorized at one point and um, I saw someone have this plaque on their door in college and it just said, arise, O Lord, deliver me, O God. And then that was it. And then the rest of the verse says, strike all my enemies on the jaw, break the teeth of the wicked. (laughs) So so I just think that's a good example of like the way our our society is going. They're just like, oh, we'll stop there. That was cute. You know what I mean? (laughs) We'll we'll leave out the the core Exactly, exactly. Because then like, I mean, strike all my enemies on the jaw, break the teeth of the wicked. Like that's Mm -hmm. brutal. And that's, I mean, that does, that's not even the end of verse seven. Like, they just had that first part, arise, O Lord, deliver me, O God. And then... Uh, yeah, I would say that the world tries to create God as this just, oh, God, lovey-dovey. Mm-hmm. Well, there, no, there is a, a wrath side to God. Exactly. And um, my verse is just Romans 6.23. Uh, sorry, out of my still your Bible. But um, 
for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. I, if we're talking, um, the theme of our verses is just kind of like good verses to keep in mind for Christmas. And you just got to, I mean, this is short and sweet, but the true gift is what he did for us. You know, his birth, you know, led up to the best gift we could possibly have. So I know that's stereotypical, but usually things are stereotypical because you need to remember them. And verses that are really repetitive are things that, you know, after a while you get numb to that. But it's very important that we lock down and remember what what was done for us and like what his birth represents. So I short and sweet, but that's just something that I think is needed to be said. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a series on um, Pastor Mark's going to be talking about, you know, God's gift versus the world's gift. And uh, we actually got a little skip for Christmas Eve service that we're going to be showing for that. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, you want to go next? Oh, go. Mine's kind of a deep dive. I'll go last. Okay, sure. Oh, <laughs> um, mine's Luke chapter uh, two, verse nineteen. It says, "But Mary treasured up all these things, pondered them in her heart." So this verse is after the shepherds show up and they get excited and they go out and they start spreading the news about Jesus's birth after they saw the angel appear. So they hear the angel, they go and check it out, they see what the angel told them about was true, and they're going out and just sharing about this baby and excited kind of in the streets about this baby's birth, Jesus. And so what I really enjoy about the Christmas season is to think about this verse because this is an important verse for us all, just like Mary did, to take all these and treasure it in our hearts. Because like we said, sometimes we push all the story together and what we needed to realize that there was times and place like it wasn't like we heard everything about Jesus like year two or year three. We don't we have a big, huge gap between his birth and actually what happened when he was 12 and then a big gap between 12 and then when he really kind of gets ready to start his ministry. So just that she took these moments where she saw God at work and just like, I'm going to hold on to this moment and know that this is what God is saying to me. This is what God is doing. This is, this is who Jesus is. And so that, I think that gave her real strength to see all the things as, as Jesus was growing up to, to after he was living life. And then we don't know what happened to Joseph, his earthly father, but we're assuming that he passed away. And the fact that she's by herself, and yet she's able to withstand seeing Jesus go through all those things, uh, I just think it's really, it's what we need to do as Christians. When God works and does something really cool, like Mary saw God do with her son being born and, and the shepherds announcing his birth, we need to take those God moments and put it in our heart and ponder those and treasure those things. Mm-hmm. So when we face dark days, when we face trials, when we face tribulation, we know that, okay, this was a moment in time I knew God spoke to me. I knew God revealed himself, and I'm going to hold on to this for the next few years or next or my whole life and know that this was a defining moment that God did something. So that's, I, just, I just think that's really cool. I think mm-hmm. it's really powerful that, that we need to do that, and I think it's really cool that it's in Luke. Yeah. So sorry, I got a little wound up. Okay. <laughs> it's, like a, it's not like you're a pastor or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so... Uh, I kind of, I did something a little bit different. Mine is, the scripture itself is nothing uh, different, but the the reason why I picked it, I actually am Isaiah. And oh, the reason good. why is because I like how, uh, there's so many other aspects of it, but I like how it was a 
prophecy, mm-hmm. things that were, were foretold and, and, and foreseen, and then God gave that to somebody down at this specific time talking about the future. So, I mean, like I said, the scripture, there's a, several ones I, I could have picked, but uh, this is the one, Isaiah uh, chapter 7, 14 says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. So, you know, this is this is God telling us basically through all these different channels that, hey, this is what's to come. This is an, a pivotal moment, not only in history, but in, in your life personal and what's going to change so much. And it's been told, you know, how many years before, you know, I don't know. That's just so cool to see the, the prophecy, to see mm-hmm. the things to come type of thing. So that's what really stuck out to me. And, and like I said, the scripture itself is awesome because it's, talking about the birth of Jesus, but that's one we all know and hear, but this, this one's talked about like before New Testament. So that's I don't good. know. That was short no. and sweet. No, I, I think it's very important for us to realize that Jesus fulfilled all yeah. the things that was talked about. And that, that just makes it even more that he was told about before he was born and then he fulfilled all the things. You know? Yeah. And it just drives me up the wall that the, you get in the New Tex- Testament and people are like, Oh, that's not referring to him, you know, or they're ignoring. This is all, you know. Don't you see it? Here's your sign, you know. Like, but they, but that, but God foretold that as well, you know, that that people were going to do that. Hmm. Well, kind of following Adam with the virgin birth, that would be interesting to look and see why the virgin, the virgin birth, is essential Mm -hmm. to the Mm -hmm. Christian story or the Christian message. Um, So we're actually going to look at Jeremiah, a few verses. Jeremiah. This is from. Um, the last king of Israel, or of Judah, excuse me, um, before the Israelites were exiled, thrown into captivity. Um, and this was a prophecy by their last, uh, about their last king, Coniah, also known as Jeconiah. It says, is this man, Coniah, a despised broken pot, a vessel no one cares for? Why are he and his children hurled and cast into a land that they do not know? O land, O land, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, write this man down as childless, a man who shall not succeed in his days. For none of his offspring shall succeed in sitting on the throne of David and ruling again in Judah. Now, what does that have to do with the virgin birth? Now, the neat thing about this is, is Jeconiah or Coniah, the last king of Judah, was very evil. He was a very wicked man. And he is the descendant of Solomon, right? He's the descendant that follows the kingly line of Solomon, sits on the throne. And God puts a blood curse on the, the descendants of Jeconiah. So what does that mean? It means that no one descended from Solomon then can sit on the throne of David. Hmm. Now you can see how that causes a problem because if Jesus is supposed to fulfill the promise, because he also made a promise to David that he would have an heir that would sit on the throne forever. Yeah. yeah. And so now there's this blood curse that God says no one that's a descendant of, not David, but a descendant of Jeconiah will ever sit on the throne. And that is Solomon's line. So you come to the New Testament. The New Testament gives us two different genealogies, right? Mm-hmm. Matthew and Luke. Matthew's genealogy traces the lineage of Jesus through Joseph all the way back to, to David. And then uh, Luke traces the lineage through Mary all the way back, actually all the way back to Adam. But when you look at Mary, Mary is also a descendant of David, but she is a descendant of David 
through Nathan. Mm-hmm. So she is still of royal blood, though he did not sit, you know, on the throne. An interesting thing too, you know, well, let's go back to, to Joseph. Joseph was a descendant of Solomon. And so if there was a king in Judah in Jerusalem at the time of Jesus, it very well could have been Joseph. Joseph yeah. could have been king. Hmm. But because of the curse, God said, no, no one of that line will ever be king. And so since Jesus was descended, you know, he, he was Mary's child, right? That also fulfills the prophecy in Genesis that it was the woman's seed, mm-hmm. her seed alone, that would end up crushing the, the serpent's head. Because Jesus is descended through Mary and Nathan, he still has royal blood. Mm. But because he is now Joseph's adopted son, it bypasses the blood curse yeah. and the right to rule passes from Joseph to Jesus now. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That yeah. is. I mean, that's, I mean, it's a crazy. It's, it's just amazing. It's yeah. like so dumbfounding that, that God set this up so that, you know, the aversion burst, not just a neat little thing that God decided, well, that's going to be cool. I'm going to do that. That it's a vital part of the, the gospel narrative. Yeah. Have how Jesus comes and he fulfills both those role, roles as royalty, you know, as the, as the, the bloodline through Mary and Nathan. And also the right to rule through Solomon and Jesus. Hmm. That is really cool because, you know, oftentimes I know I kind of think about them both being from that line, but mm-hmm. just making sure that we understand and just remember the fact that that, yeah, the yeah. bloodline was ended so that there couldn't be that connection. Right. But yet God in his providence and knowing what the future held, mm-hmm. that he was going to have it come from through Mary's side. But like you said, it didn't, yeah. it didn't ruin what Joseph was doing by giving them the right to be king. Right. So that's interesting, you know, it's yeah. just, and, it's just and God have, knows what he's doing. And you have people today, usually when people attack the miracles of scripture, the first thing they go after is the virgin birth. Yeah. You know, and they say, oh, how can you believe in the virgin birth? You know, yeah. virgin, you know, all that. And there are some, sadly, there's some Christians that believe that it exactly. didn't happen, right? Right. And they think it's, it's inconsequential, you know, so yeah, why worry matter. about it? Yeah, it does matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, there is a very real yeah. uh, reason why it does matter. But yeah. um, there's a reason why we have you on this. <laughs> That's why you're the the expert. Yeah. Thanks for coming out of the hallway. (laughs) Hey, before we go, I do have a a special gift, and it's not just a brown box, okay? It's It's staying uh, at this thing for an hour. I will tell you it's not a PS2. Okay. Or it's not a PS5. It's nothing like that. It's a PS4. Or it's not not Hot Lips. And and, and if you don't like it, it might might become your worst gift ever. Okay. Okay. Gosh, I don't know. I'm kind of like. It's Elf on the Shelf. I don't have a gift for everybody, but I wanted to give a gift for you. It's Eric's Elf on the Shelf. He's giving it to you. Yeah, I took it out of the house. If it's Elf on the Shelf, I'm throwing it. Well, Star Wars, that's good. <laughs> oh. oh, gosh. It's a little... Oh, oh that's Yeah, so for cool. those that are listening, it's an RTD2 unit. You can actually use your phone to make oh, it wow. do certain things. So. Sweet. And it's for age up, six and up. How did... <laughs> <laughs> See, I think it goes back to his thing with the vehicle. <laughs> this makes my day because now I'm at the age where I miss getting toys for Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's an awkward teenage stage <laughs> yeah. well, there where you're it's old or you're transitional like, year. Yeah, right. But now he's transitioning back. You get so old, you can start transitioning back. So, so it just ri- drives around. Yeah, you can actually. It's battery operated and uh, works know, off your phone. I know what we're doing after this. Your podcast. phone is the controller, <laughs> so you download an app. So sweet. But uh, 
Yeah, we just wanted to, to say, cool. hey, we, we can close the show now and we can actually play with it. I mean, you can take <laughs> it out. Yeah, we might, uh, we might post, we might post a video later of uh, Doug playing with his toy. But, but I just got to see it. Yeah, let's just take him out for a second. I'm not a person that keeps my collection in a package. In, in package. <laughs> you notice that. Man, that's huge. Yeah. You can walk your dog with that thing. I, <laughs> I always thought, of course, the, the BB-8 one would be, you know, yeah. there's a roll. They have this yeah. out, too. kind of cool. Well, you can, at, at Disney World, yeah. Disneyland, yeah. you can go and build your own R2 unit or BB unit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. And they're probably little, they're about that big, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, he lights it's, it up. He makes sounds and different things like that. Does Leia come out? Kind of like you, no. Eric. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was, that was awesome. I like you. I like you. Well, on that note, <laughs> thank you guys for watching and listening. Um, yeah. We have uh, some important business to attend to whenever this ends. So. <laughs> but yeah, follow us on all of our platforms. I think we're on mostly everything. And, everything. and if you haven't caught it, we, we'll do that. But we have a website. Yep. And we, we have a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So you can yep. watch all these on YouTube and... And yeah, we're then some, we're so. pretty much everywhere now, like Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Music, or yeah, podcast. Yeah, and the, web podcast is right, yeah. the website's real easy because Podbean app is right on that, and along with the videos and and yeah. little little Let little us stuff. Know about what us, you think so. of the show too? Because we we appreciate some feedback. Sure, yeah. it's too harsh. We'll tune you out. Only good feedback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll right. see you on the next one. See you later. Bye. Peace. Bye.